0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, as well as betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. If you're here in Greensboro, For all your cinematic adventures, be sure to check out Red Cinemas. That is redcinemas.com. We have an incredibly awesome episode for you. We got Britt and Chris from Get Sad, Y'all, in the building. Britt and Chris, how are you two doing today? Good, how are you? Doing great, doing great.
2: Britt, how are you doing? Yeah, doing good. You know,
1: just uh, hanging in there. There you go. Excellent. (laughs) I'm I'm very psyched for this episode. I reached out to, so a little backstory, reached out to them about a couple months ago. We've been trying to make this in the works, and I I am super excited because I got to see them in action at GalaxyCon this past weekend, but we are going to get into that in a little bit. In the meantime, Chris, I know you are like the founder. You started all this with Get Sad, Y'all, and then you ended up, or not ended up, but you met Chris like a year later. What was just your like driving force behind you know, doing this fantastic thing that's called get sad y'all for all of us emo fans, whether if you're 22 years old or like me, 42 years old, you know, where, where did, where did this all like the inspiration come from?
0: Yeah, sure. Well, I I fall right in the middle of that range at, at 32. So, you know, I, I grew up in my, my formative years, I guess, in high school, you know, in the, the time of, Mike chems, three cheers, and fall boys from under the court tree and stuff like that. So, you know, I grew up in that. I've been always into music since then and kind of always in the back of my mind thought that I wanted to do something in music, you know, whether it was a, a day job or um, just on the side, which is, you know, how good y'all is right now. Um, so, you know, I just kind of kept it as an idea for a decade, <laughs> basically. And then, you know, the idea like, you know, Emo Night LA started up and then Emo Night Brooklyn started up. And actually, Emo Night Brooklyn came out to Chapel Hill in 20. 20- 16, 2017 something like that mm-hmm. and uh you know i went with my wife and a couple friends and saw how you know how fun it was and how excited the scene was still and i was like well there's no reason we can't do this all the time right yeah. so <clears throat> i got in contact with deep south which rest in peace my favorite bar but it's gone in raleigh now um and they were like yeah let's try it out we sold it out did another one two months later sold that one out and then i just kind of took off from there um started doing promoted shows pretty soon after that you know we brought in uh, the band chapel if you know who they are and then Mm -hmm. yeah just kind of spun up from there um yeah met brit she wanted to shoot the chapel show um you know like three months after we started give or take. and then just kind of had a working relationship through there through shooting our shows and and things like that and then you know i don't remember exactly how you got spun up i think maybe i asked you to do merch one day or something and then it just kind of went from there i don't know if you remember
2: <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I do remember. So <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because I think I shot like two shows and we didn't really meet until like the third show or something like that. Yeah, so I do remember
0: that,
2: yep. <laughs> I thought it was, it was super funny. So I came in and, and I shot those shows and then I think it was like the third show you walked up to me and you're like, by the way, I'm Chris. And I was like, oh, okay, it's nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> um. So if I remember... Um, I was just, like, shooting stuff for you and just giving you stuff to, like, post or whatever, um, and then just, like, tagging you on my uh, photography account, and so from there, I think it was, like, one day you just asked me, you were, like, what, is, what are your thoughts on social media, and you were, like, because I... I suck at it. I'm no good. I don't enjoy it. And and I was I like,
0: f- fucking hate social <laughs> media. I hate it so much. It's Still exactly to this Instagram. day, fucking hate he does. social media. He, he,
2: yeah, it's not his thing. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, he uh you asked me if I wanted to like had any interest in it, and I was like, Oh yeah, y- yes, I love social media. Um, so I started running Instagram first. Um, and like, that is my baby, um, something I'm just super proud of. I I knew nothing really going into, into anything about like building accounts and, and, and influencing and growing and things like that. And so just organically, we've gotten to where we are. And I think like, I started the beginning of 2018, and here we are. I think we're like what just just over 5k finally, like on Insta, and it's just it's just it's really cool to just see everything grow. Um, and so then I took over Facebook, and um, yeah, just started running with socials. Chris is Chris is the uh, the voice behind Twitter, though.
1: Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. believe 50 that is b l e a v 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit but online where the game starts yeah okay okay so twitter yes. is is where you shine that that's how if, our, like, if you want Saba, he's our twitter guy
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want snarky commentary, then then head to our Twitter. But <laughs> it's getting better at that though. She's she's shifting into snarky territory.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> I'm trying to be like I'm trying to walk the fine line of like. Hmm. I'm gonna be an asshole, kind of. Yeah, uh, it is
0: a fine line for sure. Because,
2: like, my personality—that's who I am. But, right. but then at the same time, I'm trying to be kind of professional. But also, we don't have to be extremely professional. So,
0: yeah, no one's professional in the music industry, <laughs> right? <pretty> right? <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Yeah. So. so, you know, speaking of which, uh, you know, I thought the set out and layout was fantastic. I mean, you know, I'll go ahead and fast forward to GalaxyCon. You, you, it was Kevin Smith panel right before y'all. It was running late. People lined up all over the place. Brett, you just had the best attitude ever. Like, it's going to happen. Like, you know, we're, we're going to get in, and here's our shirts and everything else. And then, Chris, I know you you just got done, like, literally setting up. And I was like, hey, I'm Brian. And you're just like, hey, nice to meet you. I got to get ready to fucking have people rage out. Was <laughs> this, like, you know, as far as to date, was this one of your bigger – events as far as, like, a Comic-Con. And I know, like, pre-show, we talked about what's coming up next, but, you know, let's just talk about a Galaxy-Con for just a second.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was... I think we did one at the Ritz that was bigger, potentially. I think our first Ritz show, we had, like, 750, something like that. Wow. But, I mean, it's possible that we had that many in that room at Galaxy-Con. I have no idea, like, no sense of how big that room actually is or anything like that. It was... Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it went from no one being in there to like wall-to-wall people in 30 seconds
1: (laughs) which was was nuts like all three doors at the same time too which I was not expecting and it was you know you played Black Parade to start it off and I was just like man what a great song to
2: start (laughs) this whole thing (laughs) off with the kids go wild
0: yeah Yeah, it's a good it's a good hype starter for sure especially (laughs) especially when you're running late and you're trying to make up for lost time (laughs) right
1: Right. What was your just experience with GalaxyCon and, you know, are you excited to do it next year? Are you coming back next year? Like, let the fans know.
2: I don't know just yet what the future holds for us at GalaxyCon. But um, I do know that this was my first experience just at a con, just in general. So it was incredible. Just the it's just the, the energy around the people, the inclusivity, just how happy everybody is and just everybody was so just open and they wanted to talk about you know what what kind of music you're into and what they're into and and it was just so easy to drive those connections with people um and then like just like setting up merch and just it was almost like I blinked and then like in the blink of an eye I looked up and there was like people everywhere just waiting to get in the doors (laughs) and it was so insane. And then like those doors open and they rushed in there. And I, there was like the, the little like windows on the wall. I was like peeping in and I was just like, Holy shit. Like this is our emo night. It was, it was incredible.
1: Oh gosh. I cannot wait for the upcoming ones. I can tell you, like I said, y'all crush (laughs) it. We'll get, we'll get into more of that here in a little bit. I don't want to, you know, get it all out. So as far as you two connecting and this was a lot of our like uh, fans from our questions from our fans. And, you know, we'll start with you, Chris, and then we'll go to Brett. What was your first emo show? That you were just like, oh, my God, this is phenomenal. And then we'll go to Britt right after.
0: So I kind of have three answers. Is that, yeah. is that cool? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so my Bring it on. my first, first actual concert was Alanis Morissette. So I think that falls in the emo category to oh, yeah. a point if you think about it. At least angsty, you know, whatever. Also, she was dope live. Yeah. Highly recommend. You know, this was
1: I've always heard that t- she two thousand. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Um, my first, my first show on my own actually was the Black Clouds and Underdogs tour in two thousand four. Maybe it was two thousand five. It was two thousand five. It was uh Fall Out Boy, Hawthorne Heights, All American Rejects from first to last when Sonny was still in the band and this band called the hush sound. I don't know if anyone remembers that oh. Whatever it does. Yeah. yeah. Which I absolutely love that band. They're from Chicago. They only put out like two records and then okay. and then broke up, but a phenomenal band. Check them out if you don't know who they are. But, uh, yeah, that was my, my first show on my own, my first like actual emo show. Okay. And then I still think my favorite show to date was my chem on the black parade tour in like a mm-hmm. 2000 cap room, like just, fucking insane man like nothing will ever top that for me I don't think wow in a it's 2000 we'll cap room yeah yeah, yeah right like, after the record came out yeah I mean it oh, sold out right. like instantly and they yeah. were released like a handful of tickets afterwards and I got luckily got one of the like after sell things and yeah man, I mean it was nuts it's one of the only shows that ended and I like actually wanted more you know what I mean like right show and encore still wanted more <laughs> it's crazy
1: damn yeah because yep. when they went on tour for that album i, I believe it was it was them and fallout boy and i can't remember who else but it was it was a massive tour after yeah you got to see them so that's yep, yep, yep. I yeah i think a that thousand person room.
0: yeah i think i think that might have been the next tour for them i honestly don't even remember who opened for them but yeah i was
2: Whew,
1: that was that was a fun one <laughs> Heck yeah, heck yeah. Brett, what was uh, your first emo concert experience?
2: Um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead, Chris, throughout his first concert. So mine is, my first concert was Alan Jackson.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. a little country, little country. Uh, We're in North Carolina, by the way, for those of our fans here in the States and overseas.
2: Yeah, so uh, Alan Jackson, I was young. I I bet I was like 10 Uh, I went with my mom and my grandma and my brother. Um, But my first emo alternative um, concert was Lincoln Park in 2004. 2004. Lincoln Park, they had Story of the Year open for them. I I think POD maybe. Um, I think that was that tour. But that was, yeah, that was my first, like, that was that first, like, step into the uh, world of alternative music.
1: There you go. There you go. I was, I was very fortunate. My, my first, I guess you could say emo show. I'm, I'm a little bit older. I'm 42. It was cat's cradle taken back Sunday. Tell all your friends tour. Solid. And man, it was just mind blowing. I literally <laughs> went to the hospital two days later because my eardrums, it's cat's cradle. You know what I mean? Yes, and, yeah. Not really noise ordinances out there in Carborough, but... I Especially, I especially did, back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially back then. <laughs> I went to the doctor two days later. I was like, I really feel like I might be going deaf. And she was like, no, your eardrums have just literally like pushed themselves inside your ear. And eventually they're going to push themselves back out.
2: I, I got to throw a Paramore one in there because Paramore is just like the ultimate for me. Haley is my just idle for yeah. so many reasons um but it you I would I would uh throw in riot at one point in time but you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in an unpopular opinion. I think hard times is their best album. Nothing wrong with that that's what you like yeah, I you're, do you're not wrong. Like? it's you're not it's wrong. the uh, just um lyrically incredible just some of her best work sonically. Again, just so many pieces. It was so well produced. I mean, just everything about it. I I can't get it. It's what I listen to the most when it comes to them. Um, Now you got me like, God, now I got to think of two more. There's no (laughs) wrong
1: answer here. It doesn't have to be in order. (laughs) Yeah, I know there's no wrong answer. It's just. your favorites. Yeah.
2: Why don't don't we alternate? Why don't you, Chris? You do one. Uh, Okay. All right. (laughs) We'll
1: go to Chris. So yeah, we'll we'll alternate.
0: That's cheating. (laughs) Sorry. I think. I don't know if I'm going to I don't think I'm going to go with like my three favorite records cuz I can't I, mean, I can't narrow it down to 3 but I think sure. I'll pick three kind of influential ones for okay. for me I guess. Um we'll start with Page Avenue by Story of the Year. Um I was one of the first emo record like true I guess emo records that I really got into. Um and I'm I'm from St. Louis and so is Story of the Year so I've seen that band a dozen times, you know. I remember them from the big blue monkey days before they changed their name to Story of the Year and yeah, I mean, that record's just fucking incredible. Um, you know, just, it just starts off so, so strong. when I mean, you've got three singles back to back to back. It's crazy, man. I love that record so much. And I, I can't get enough story there. So...
1: <laughs> hey, that's a great choice. I mean, phenomenal, band.
2: Yeah. This is another one I go back and forth with people. I think me and Chris kind of feel the same way about it. Um, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket by Blink-182. Um, that Self-Title... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of torn between those two, but it's always take off your pants and jacket for me. Um, that album is just like when I hear it, it's it's just what I envision pop punk to be all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a bad song on it. it. It's one of those no-skip albums for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I mean, on top of that, too, you know, growing up, MTV was awesome. And that's Mm -hmm. when they actually showed music videos and Blank 182 was one of the first, I mean, along with My Copical Romance and even taking back Sunday a little bit, being able to see the music videos for a lot of these songs meant a lot to where you didn't have to go on YouTube and look them up and take off your pants and jacket. I mean, between Rock Show and everything else, it was, I mean, they had great videos.
0: Was the Rock Show video the the money video where they just threw money at
1: people in the yes. street? And then okay. the date know. was the one that was set in the seventies, which yeah, yep. love that.
2: That was the one yeah. in the garage, right? Yeah, the garage, they had the band. Yes, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, they they capitalized on what it was. I mean, at that point, we were all watching music videos. It was just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna hold out. Like, I think they might actually play our song, and now <laughs> you can just you know type it in and, and see it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I had to struggle growing up. <laughs> <laughs> for my favorite bands.
0: Yeah. I have an older sister, so I watched a lot of a lot of TRL back in the day. She was, you know, big in the boy band thing. But I remember Blink 182 being on there and you know some other I think Good Charlotte was on there a handful of times,
1: like mm-hmm. with the Anthem. Yeah, it was and Good Charlotte, Boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a ton of them. So yeah. who, who's your next favorite album there, Chris? Um,
0: I think the band that truly got me into alternative music was Green Day, and I was I was late. To the party with green day so american idiot was was huge for me um coming into to that coming into my own music like musically i guess in uh in 2014 or t- yeah 2004 not 2014 2004 right. um yeah i mean american idiot was kind of i think i heard i think i heard that song on like Madden <laughs> or something, something <laughs> stupid like that, and I was like, it was pretty good, okay." And then I like, you know, really like dove into To Dookie and Insomniac and <clears throat> everything past there, you know, Nimrod and things like that. But yeah, American Idiot, you know, it just flows so well. You know, it's such a good political commentary on the time, and you know, obviously, it's a famous rock opera that's become a Broadway play and, and various things like that. And you know, it's just, yeah, the writing is just incredible, like musically, lyrically, everything about that record. is Just incredible for me. And, um, you know, like I have a handful of tattoos. I've always been like weird about getting like music tattoos necessarily, but that's the, the heart grenade will, will get tattooed at some point.
1: (laughs) All right, Brett, one more, one more
2: band from you. Um, I'm going to say hybrid theory by Lincoln park. Okay. Um, I remember God, I mean, I was probably. I'm trying to think how old I was when that came out. I'm 35 right now. I was probably like 15, 16, maybe 16ish when that came out, I and I just remember like. 99. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So a little bit younger than that, then actually. But so that came out, and then of course it was like I saw the videos like on MTV because back wow. then, like we we mentioned, you watched on TV, so I remember seeing like these videos, and I was just like kid I mean I was and and I just remember seeing this and like the the passion behind the lyrics and just like I mean it just all everything everything that I was hearing I was relating to Yeah, and I was just like wow okay you know I'm I'm it was it was like you know, people always talk about like that expression, the way to express yourself. And 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 I'm not musically gifted, and I don't write music. But being able to hear it and being able to relate my thoughts to how somebody else feels was just kind of eye opening. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah, Hybrid Theory. Mm-hmm.
0: I think yeah, I think they took it to another level. Um, took took that new metal sound to another level. Yeah, yeah. you know, like Glen and Corn, et cetera. Like you know, they all serve their purpose, right? You know, right. like. Like, listen to some chocolate starfish now and again. It's fine. Whatever.
2: <laughs> right. I love it. Fred Durst sucks yeah.
0: as a person. It's cool. Yeah, we'll get
2: everything.
0: over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We play break stuff at that emo night after mm. you after you had oh. left.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. when people are like, oh, you know, it's so emo, I'm just like, you don't get it. <laughs> like, these guys are lyricists and yeah. they're talking about just pain and heart, heartbreak, but not the entire time, but for the no. most part. But at the same time, like, it's putting the majority of the fans like in a good spot. And if it wasn't for that pain and heartache, they probably would have never been a band. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. I think a lot of them do a really good job of taking really depressing subjects and putting it into a very upbeat kind of, Poppy style of music that is very relatable and does you'd be like, Yeah, like I'm going through this too, but it kind of gives you like some hope, if that makes sense. Exactly. I think a lot of especially a lot of the bands that quote unquote made it did a really good job of that.
1: Um yeah. in, you know, in emo and in pop punk. <clears throat> Agreed. So as far as upcoming events, what else is coming up for get sad, y'all here in North Carolina? And do you, on top of that, this was another fan question. Do you plan on expanding outside of North Carolina?
0: Sure. Um, so our next emo night is August 27th in Durham at Motorco. It's pajama party themed. So come in your favorite skull pajamas, onesie, whatever. I will personally be in a onesie. I don't know about the rest of our crew, but.
2: I bought <laughs> ones with the Ouija boards on them. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> um, and then, yeah, what other show we have? I was gonna say besides just the uh you know we have, the nights, do you guys also book shows for you know bands?
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, you know, we brought in various bigger names throughout throughout the time. We've had Hawthorne Heights, we've had Al Santa a couple times. We're good friends with them since they're you know from Raleigh. We'll have uh, them on the
2: twenty third at neighborhood theater. Oh, nice.
1: nice. This is airing after that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, I, could try to, I could try to get it on there by the twenty third. Either way, if you yeah, write this, right, right. this airs after. We want to hear about it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. This
0: is a good <laughs> edited. That was fine. Um, yeah, so we've had, we've had Hawthorne Heights a couple times. We've had uh Alice Anna, Anthony Green recently. Um, we even do it with, like some metal stuff. So we're kind of Lawrence Shore's go to promoter right now, which is big because that band is exploding mm-hmm. um and actually we have them on on october i don't remember the date
2: uh, 25th okay
0: yeah, october 25th in charlotte um we
2: have okay. uh, the spill canvas yeah yeah the 15, be... 15th anniversary tour coming through for uh no really i'm fine
0: yeah okay. and that um yeah. that's that actually moving and he'll probably be moved by the time this airs. So that's actually going to be December 10th at Motorco. Okay. I
1: don't
2: know if you
0: knew that, Britt. I didn't know
2: that yet. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and trust me, anytime you guys need any assistance promoting, we would love to just, you know, just tag us. We'll add it. For sure. We're all, oh. the whole entire podcast, except for Saba. He's, he's Saba. <laughs> God bless him. But he's like the only one that's not in the emo. The rest of us are. Nice. At the end of the day, the majority are our fans. You know, it's. 28 to like 45 so this is the to me the prime time we aren't as cool as y'all
2: think we are we, we don't
1: no. we don't know no, all that stuff <laughs> you yeah, all are awesome to me and my and so. that's all that matters so you got the event coming up 27th anything coming up after that as far as you can tell us and you know as far as let's just say for you know people listening not in North Carolina, you know, how could they get involved with you if they were trying to do emo nights themselves or do you like an emo night karaoke? Like what's the best way to get a hold of you?
0: Yeah. So we, um we are in talks with galaxy con about doing a couple of their, of their cons. And I think, I think we, we like that little niche that we found. So I think we're going to kind of go full steam ahead into that and see, see where we can get with it. Or even that, oh. that crowd was just, nuts and just so like Britt said so positive and inclusive and yes yeah, it, it was great. Um so yeah, that's where that's kind of where we're at with the emo night stuff. Um you know anyone can find us on social media. You'll most mm-hmm. likely be talking to Britt if you reach out to the two of us. Um we're at get sad y'all and on everything TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um get sad y'all.com. It's our website. We have merch. Um, if you're in a local band in North Carolina, you can sign, like, you can submit your band for consideration for shows on there as well. Um, there's other ways to get involved. I think we have like some sponsorship information and things like that for our events. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's where you can find us for, for whatever. Pretty open people. They don't have questions about, you know, we want to start an event, start a promotion company, Mm -hmm. whatever. Reach out. We'll we'll chat Mm -hmm. with you.
2: For sure. I think. The, the easiest way to help support us and to help continuing to support just local music in general mm-hmm. is just to, to show up to our events, mm-hmm. um, just just come out, buy a ticket, come hang with us. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll be sweating and singing and drinking and just, it's just, it's a party. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, grab a ticket, come hang with us. Um, Also, merch. Merch is always a great way to help support us. Um, We can just put that money right back into the company and keep throwing these events for everybody.
1: There you go. Be sure to check them out. Anything I can do to help, believe me, I want to sponsor. I want to do everything I can. I'm not rich. I'm not like Joe Rogan status. Anything I can do to help you all out. By the way, Britt, what is your cat's name? I've been seeing your cat in the background (laughs) over there.
2: I (laughs) have three. Oh, um, gotcha. it was, it was that one. I
1: don't know how many black ones you got. that
2: That's Sterling.
1: Okay, Sterling. We love pets. We love pets on the show. We sorry.
2: love <laughs> pets. <laughs> and yeah. It
1: was great. I got to say, just to wrap this show up, it was such a great time at GalaxyCon. Like, everybody had a blast. Every song was just straight fire, and, and Chris, I used to be a DJ, and nothing would upset me more like when you play a song, and you're just like, ah, oh, you know, it's so hard to read the crowd, and You're just playing like hit after hit after hit. Like you don't have to like mix it in. You don't have to blend it in. You're just playing bangers. Like when you did downfall of us all, like I was looking at my buddy Derek and I said, I really hope the floor does not collapse between us (laughs) because everybody is just bouncing up and down. Yeah, the,
0: The stage was shaking.
1: Yeah, I, it was, it I was great, it. and I knew you were worn out. Like as soon as Britt brought us in to meet you, you were just like, "Dude, we just got done setting up Kevin Smith is yeah. fucking forever late. I'm like, I get it. Do your thing. Yeah, and man. Who would have? Side, side note: Who would have yeah. thought
0: Silent Bob was such a talkative person?
1: I just, it's crazy to me. He loves his fans. crazy to me. I will say because, that he yeah. is a a fan favorite for a reason. Like he, mm-hmm. he, I, I've not, I've not met him personally, but friends that I know that have met him, they're like, dude. He is a fanboy himself. So when he goes to these Comic Cons and events, it's almost like Van Halen back in the day when they would play like four hour shows <laughs> and they were only supposed to sure. play for two hours. That's sure. Kevin Smith at like every Comic Con. And that's the only thing. He's,
0: he's the, the rock play. star. Of yeah, Comic-Con. it sucked yeah, that yeah. you guys
1: were following him. Because I was like, oh, now I can see why it's taken so long. Kevin Smith is in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, y'all killed it. You knocked it out of the park. We're going to have videos. I, I shared one clip, and it was the girl, like we talked about before, that had the Hellboy fist, and she was yep. just fucking raging the entire time. And I was like, this is phenomenal. But, when, yeah, when you play the downfall, downfall of us all – I literally, I was like, dude, I think the floor might collapse. That <laughs>
2: opening, it just, yeah. It, yeah. People <laughs> yeah, here yeah. and they're just <laughs> like, yeah, let's fucking go.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, what were they moshing to before that? It was something way chiller. And I was like, well, we're just going to go, we're just going to go all oh, in. Oh, I, I,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, before that, you did um, you did Take Him Back Sunday, Tell uh, All Your Friends.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yep. or uh, yeah. without the E. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: And then you did uh, I think you did yellow card either before or right after that, but it really didn't matter what you played, like yeah. no. before we left, everybody was just going nuts every song. And I, I didn't want to leave. If it wasn't for that burlesque show <laughs> that we already committed to, we wouldn't just stay the entire time. Sure. <laughs> uh, it was it was great. Hang out with us for, for just a little bit. For everybody out there listening, be sure to check out get sad y'all Instagram, correct? Or just yep. Facebook.
0: Uh, Instagram, oh, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, wherever TikTok. you get your social media. Yep.
1: Check them out. Be sure to check out their event, the 27th in Durham. Yep. And the venue, one more time Motorco. Motorco. And yep. as always, thank you to our sponsors, the Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. And for those of you here in Greensboro, North Carolina, Red Cinemas for all your cinematic adventures. Be sure to check out their movie list, redcinemas.com is the website. Chris, Britt, thank you so much for joining us. Hang out with us for just a little bit. Everybody else, be sure to like, subscribe, get sad, y'all. Zero Dark Nerdy on all things social media, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management.